Hello and welcome to the Ultimate Audio Bang, Rock Paper Shotgun's fortnightly podcast where we keep you updated on all things online shooters. Today I'm joined once again by Imogen. How's it going? It's going very well, thank you. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm back now. I was on holiday last week, which was very nice. Oh, very uh, nice. I say holiday. I didn't really go anywhere. Well, no, actually, that's a lie. I went uh, to an Airbnb with a couple of friends <laughs> and played D&D. <laughs> most of the week i was just at home you know life admin but then yeah rolling dice oh sweet did you uh what sort of campaign was it and i'm not familiar with dnd so yeah so just um it was a bunch of us were doing my partner is our is our dungeon master and he has made a campaign for us it was only meant to be a short thing and it's like a heist we're doing like an oceans 11 style like medieval heist (laughs) it's really (laughs) dumb it's it's so much fun. Like we just laughed the entire time. I'm I'm playing a, uh, I'm playing a vampire character. It's actually it's a, it's a dampier, which is the race or whatever it's called in in the in D and D in five e. Um, and yeah, I, I've I've put on a Russian accent, and I think that I'm a bat because I thought that, <laughs> that might be funny. So it's great. I'm having a great oh, time. It sounds like time well spent. Yeah, I, I feel absolutely. like I, I need to give D and D a go. Actually, I've never I've never tried it before. I feel like it's, it's so much fun. It's just kind of, you know, like when you play pretend as a kid and it's kind of just like, it's a bit like that, but you can be a bit more, it's like organized, I suppose, in, in a way. It's it's really fun. I just love making up stories and then getting to do that kind of like live in your home, rolling some dice. It's great. <laughs> Pretending to be a Russian vampire. Yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't do, I wanted lies. to do a Transylvanian like proper vampire accent but every time i tried it just went really russian so i was like do you know what no i'm russian now <laughs> just embrace the chaos oh yeah another member of our group was trying to do a like a boston accent um and every time i talked he would accidentally start going into russian so that became a whole thing uh with me just my accent creeping into everybody else into the party <laughs> i don't think i can do any accents actually <laughs> maybe i should start practicing if i just sort of jump into this campaign as some i don't know a, a scottish dwarf or something yeah, you know absolutely um 100 accents are the easiest because like you can do you can try and change your voice like pitch it up and down but i find that harder to sustain than just doing a silly accent that probably doesn't actually come from any country it's just random accent it's <laughs> <laughs> like a weird splice of of everything yeah yeah i would actually absolutely get punched by a russian if they heard me doing my russian accent like that's <laughs> that's 10 out of 10 would happen <laughs> yeah i can't see the sort of shaking your hand and going well thank you thank you very much for <laughs> representing us so so accurately yeah. So on to the news. In this segment, Imogen's going to take us through what's go- been going on in uh, Newsland this week, which uh, really isn't a whole lot, uh, you know, seeing as this year has been kind of a bit of a wasteland for new releases. But uh, there is a little bit. There's a little bit going on. There is some stuff. So we're we're kind of in a lull now, I think, in, in Shooterland, at least, between seasons. Um, so sort of the big first news story we have is Call of Duty Warzone because they do lots of mid-season updates. Um, so that has gone up uh, today, I believe, on the day of recording. Yes. Um, and we've got a new game mode and loads of like balance tweaks and stuff. Um, I think there's like a 20-player versus 20-player mode, 20v20, um, which sounds big and stressful. Uh, so yeah, tell me about it. This is this is your, yeah. your brand. Uh, yeah, my friend has just, just got a tattoo <laughs> of Warzone on my yeah. forehead. Um, it's, yeah, it's a huge update as they do, sort of mid-season, like you said. Um, I think the most sort of exciting parts of this um, are the the payload um, game modes. It's like 20v20. Um, one team has to escort two uh, big trucks through a series of checkpoints and then the other team has to try and stop them um, but what's interesting is you don't just try and stop them with with guns and rockets um, you can also uh, you can purchase like barricades and they even mention um, you can buy like buildings as well oh. um, which is kind of interesting you sort of wonder if I mean I'll try and give this a go tonight I've not I've not had a chance yet but I assume it's kind of maybe by buildings along 
the route and then you can kind of like gain vantage points on on right. the trucks that are rolling along i don't know so it's, it's kinda... almost like you're like properly fortifying the area kind of thing yeah um i think it's just quite a it, it, well it's the first um objective based game mode that sort of comes to warzone which is quite mm. which is quite cool and it's i'm interested in it because it's just sort of a well that's it really it's just a, an actual twist um to their usual stuff which is just a slight variation on the last man standing thing yeah um so yeah i i want to give that a go um and then there's just uh, a whole bunch like literally just so many weapon tweaks it's it's mad like i won't get into them because it will literally bore us all to tears but <laughs> just sort of there is just a whole list of of like numbers that have gone up and down um and uh, the devs uh, raven software have said they basically want to uh, reduce the average time to kill within warzone and this is like the first step reduce uh, the average that. time to kill yeah. in warzone that's interesting yeah, it's kind of strange. I, I thought it was actually in an okay place. Like, I've always thought Warzone is quite fast. Like it's always been a pretty quick time to kill, right? Yeah, it's been pretty speedy. Like I, I, I've never been in a position where I've kind of gone, God, I've uh, that's been that's taken way too long for me mm. to you know down that person. It's always felt okay. Um, and if you compare it to something like Apex. I sort of feel like Apex has quite a, a sort of a much higher time to kill, or maybe that's just because I'm actually terrible at the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Warzone is, yeah, it, it, they seem to just be like, right, we're going to reduce the average time to kill. Um, and this is the first step towards it. I, I don't know. I'm not really sure why. I sort of don't know if, if players have been sort of complaining about it or if it's just their sort of vision that they they've kind of this is the game they want and they want it to be a bit i just hope it's not going to be like counter strike levels of you know one or two headshots and people just go down immediately mm. otherwise it's just not that fun you, you kind of want people to have a bit of a a bit of a fighting chance um so we'll yeah, see I mean, how i've that always goes. found i've always found warzone or call of duty at least when you find someone and you're actually shooting them it, that goes very very quickly generally mm. uh, in games like apex and i suppose even fortnite to an extent it seems more drawn out because you can uh run off and use abilities and heal up a little bit and then pop back out and so the fights seem to be a little bit longer but um yeah i know that's interesting yeah we, so I, i'm intrigued by their decision because they, they sort of just say they want to increase the average time to kill or sorry um wait is it increased they first made steps towards, towards- increasing increasing the time to kill time. have i just have i just have we gone backwards on done this one? A, a massive silly i think i have I? so they are going to make it harder so they to kill are people. going to make it harder to kill people ah okay that makes more sense because <laughs> i was like so you know what sorry very quick in call of duty like that's that's going to be some snappy fights well so just ignore everything we've just discussed <laughs> um that's that's hilarious um, okay so so yes well, I don't know. I, again, now now it's flipped, and I, you know we've both come to realise that it's increasing every time to kill. Um, I don't know. I, I'm sort of happy. Um, I was happy with where it was. Um, so to increase that, I this is maybe why I sort of steer away from Apex is because like I'm either not good enough or it takes me just too long to kill people. I quite like sort of having a nice balance there. Yeah. Um, and Warzone sort of felt like that for me. But if they're trying to increase the average time, then I'm I'm a bit worried that it's going to be a, maybe a bit frustrating uh, for me at least. Um, so it'll be kind of interesting to see how the community uh, sort of takes it on board. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. In, intrigued by that. Um, and then elsewhere. Uh, we have a new zombies map. Um, that's that's going to the Black Ops Cold War side of things. Ooh, lovely um, stuff! And that's called oh god, I'm going to butcher this. It's Maladertoten. <laughs> Maladertoten. Ooh, another Um, and I've only seen pictures of it, but it looks sort of suitably dark and dingy, and some sort of facility with Nazi zombies in it, uh, as you'd expect. Um. 
but it introduces some some cool new sort of zombie things like the mule kick perk that lets oh, you yeah. uh, wield a, a third weapon because an old fave why not uh and uh, a robotic companion um so that's cool you can literally just have this robotic dude following you around shooting helping you out um, seems like a handy thing to have in a, a zombie situation yeah exactly i I'm, i i always quite like sort of having companions uh in in any game whether summonable or you know hmm. the start of the game anything so I, i'm intrigued i i'm interested and hopefully i'll get to play some of that tonight with a bunch of people and we'll see how it is um and yeah, there's there's just a bunch. There's just a bunch of other little bits and pieces. Um, but it would take us literally forever to go through everything. But that, those <laughs> are the main those are the main highlights from it. So so yeah, very good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the zombies. Actually, I didn't realize there was a new map coming, which is the only reason I own Cold War uh, because <laughs> I just like playing zombies. Or <laughs> like a hundred million gigabytes of it to Well, play. see, that was the nice thing about this one because on PC you could not install the bits that you didn't want. So I only have zombies. So I think it's, just, it's still like 50 uh, gigabytes. Yeah, of course. But yeah, I literally, I don't do have the campaign, I don't have the multiplayer and I don't have Warzone installed. And yet every time I open Call of Duty, it's like, you want to play Warzone? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I value my like hard drive and the space it has. I don't even have it installed. Why why is this an option after I've launched the game? Stop. This isn't even the game I've launched. I've launched Cold War. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. On behalf of Warzone, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not your fault. I blame I blame Activision. Uh moving on. <laughs> uh the other uh, kind of other main new thing this week uh, is Apex Legends has added a new arenas map, um, which is great. I've played one match in it, I think, so far because it was rotated out the second I started playing. Um, but I really like it. It's really fun. It's kind of reminds me of it reminds me of like a an arena map from like an old multiplayer game or something. Yeah, um, cool. Where it's just it's less two sided. So a lot of the arenas maps so far in Apex are. Um, each team kind of will end up on a, a section of like the map that is like where they can they can stand there and they can shoot from afar or it's, it don't, it seems very two sided like there's two places for teams to logically stand if that makes sense yeah um, okay, where yeah. as with this new one which I believe is called Overflow yeah Overflow because it's a larvary Overflow map uh, it's kind of just like there's just loads of stuff everywhere there's loads of walls and there's loads of verticality and there's like a big like slopey thing and it just feels a bit more like messy for lack of a better word like it feels okay. more like it's designed to run around and do more close combat stuff which i kind of prefer because apex has got a lot of movement abilities and things that suit that really well um so yeah, was it was fun say, from what i played it sort of it sounds like it sort of actually better suits what Apex is is good at its sort of strong yeah. suits. It's sort of odd to me that the other maps are maybe a bit sort of rigid in their design. Um, it seems yeah, a bit I mean, they're not bad by any stretch of the imagination. Like they're all the like the bespoke arenas maps um, is in the ones that were made specifically for the mode. Some of them are just areas taken out of the normal battle royale. Ah, uh, sure. And those yeah, don't yeah. work. Those those are fine because they're kind of familiar, but they're not as good as like the bespoke ones. Um, and there's a couple of bespoke ones, and like, yeah, like I said, they're good. But this one, I think, is just like a step above that, you know. Yeah, uh, and I like this this lava theme. Like, lava themes are good. Yes, um, it's very it's very industrial. Feels very dangerous. I like it. Ah, I'm, I'm and, sort um, of yeah. Want to give and it this kind go. of paves the way as well. Uh, the devs have said that ranked arenas is going to come next season, which is fun because that's something that people have wanted since arenas was announced. It was like, when are we going to get to competitively fight each other in this? Um, and yeah, it'll be, it should be next month. I think this season nine ends, I think beginning of August. So yeah, season 10 should be around the middle. Um, so that'll be, that'll be good. We had to duke it out and, figure out that oh actually no i'm not as good at arenas as i initially thought that i was <laughs> it'll bring out all the sweaty people oh yeah 100 100 percent. have you had a chance to to drop into apex's arenas yet i i've not i i think i i need to give it a go i keep saying i need to give it a go um but maybe with this ranked stuff because i i like even though I've, i don't play apex um 
I, the idea of just like ranked and the sort of the stakes it brings to the table um, is a weird sort of motivating factor for me. Mm. I quite like things hinging on, you know, playing a ranked match and then going down a rank or going up one. I like that sort of thrill. Um, well, the sort of the agony. <laughs> the agony of it all. Um, I suppose it feels like you're actually earning something as well, you know? Yeah, I, I like that. Because um, I sort of, I've, I'm sort of a fairly competitive person, sort of, you know, when it comes to these these sort of things. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think arenas definitely appeals to me more than the battle the battle royale side of things. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. I think arenas is is so well suited to the game like yeah all the legends and that just they they fit really well into those those little 3v3 skirmishes uh and it's really good fun and ranked i think will be nice as well because uh so they stopped a little while ago arenas uh they kind of fixed it and gave penalties to people who would leave when they were losing and i think ranked will make that better as well because Mm. people are less likely to leave a ranked match because you get penalized quite badly for that um i see okay that's Which is nice. Yeah, uh, that's good. I suppose it does still suck when you do get levers in ranked. It if it sucks more so because you're like, oh, this is a proper match and you left. Uh, but it just makes it less likely, you know? Yeah. I think um I'm sort of interested to see how because I really liked um Pathfinder. Oh yeah. Uh, the the robot who can like mm-hmm. throw out grappling hooks. I'm sort of I feel like he's gonna be a lot of fun to use in arenas. Like I like him in the normal battle royale stuff. Um but yeah, I feel like he's going to be very well suited to flying around these maps and taking on people in quick skirmishes and stuff. Yeah, um, he strikes me as a good character for the new map, actually, for Overflow, because cause there is kind of so much going on. He can kind of fling himself up onto to high bits and, and that kind of thing. It suits characters, I think. Even Valkyrie, the, the, the jetpack lady, um, I think it works quite well on it because there's, you can kind of zoom behind bits of geometry and, and like pop out and and fire your rockets down and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's, there's lots of possibility for it. I like it. Yes, and I like the way that they seem to be kind of, they know that arenas is is good. It's a good yeah. thing and people like this good thing and they're kind of expanding on it as well. Um, and clearly it's like a, a sort of a focus for them. Um, yeah, more. This is yeah. good. More please, yeah. Uh, and it was at this point when I was checking for news for the podcast that I realized, oh God, there's nothing going on. <laughs> uh, but there is, there's a couple of extra bits we've, we've missed over the last week. Not, not huge things, but stuff worth mentioning. Um, so one that I missed was, uh, that Titanfall fans have been hacking Apex to complain about the hacking in Titanfall. And now that's a very kind of right. simple way of putting it, but um, for a long time, Titanfall 1, I believe the first game, has been... People call it unplayable. I don't know because I don't play the game, so that might be the case um, because it has such a bad hacker problem. You know, people going into the um, into the, the PvP and just making it shit for everyone. Uh, and people have rightfully gotten really, really pissed off at this. However, they've started to hack into Apex. Uh, they go into Apex um, and use cheats or whatever uh, to piss off people in like Apex lobbies. And with names like Save Titanfall 1 and things like that. Uh, basically to, to complain about it and to get the developer's attention, which, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. However, like, just because you're having a shit time, don't make everybody else's time shit, you know? That's kind of not cool. Yeah, it seems a bit counterintuitive to complain about hackers by then hacking a game mm-hmm. and yeah like you say ruining other people's times um there's got to be a better way of going about this you know like yeah it, it's a complicated one i think because it seems a bit like throwing toys at the pram right it's like well if i can't have this thing then you can't have that thing um but at the same time i appreciate that Respawn probably aren't focusing that much energy on trying to fix Titanfall. So how there is no easy way there of getting attention. They've probably tried emailing them. Um, but then yeah. again, it's difficult because you don't know what the developers' priorities are. And, you know, they've got bosses upon bosses that are telling them what they need to be doing. So it's a complicated one. I think ultimately I just disagree with people hacking full stop. Like, just don't 
just don't be a dick, man. Like, come on. Exactly. Yeah. Don't stoop to that level as well. Like, if your game, if a game you like is being ruined because there are hackers, don't then go. Do you know what? I'm going to ruin someone else's game. Like, yeah. Know that you're not thinking about that. You're just thinking about getting the developer's attention. But still, come on. Yeah. And also, sort of wonder, like, is there a point of of these of these people in Titanfall who um, who, who love the game and love love playing it? Uh, and obviously, you'd be upset about about hackers and things. But is there a point at which you go, like, you sort of understand that maybe the developers have sort of a beginning to move on now from that game? Like, we've had a, a sequel. We've got Apex now. Like. I don't know. You just sort of wonder maybe if obviously it's annoying that it's it's being ruined by hackers, but I don't know. Is there a point where you just go, okay, like let's just let them deal with it when when they can or just move move on almost? Mm. I don't know. Um obviously I'm not part of that community, so it's hard for me just to kind of well, it's easy for me to say like, oh, just just move on or sort of yeah. accept it and all of that stuff. But I don't know. I think this is this is not the right way to go about it. Yeah, I don't think it's the way forward. And it's sad too, because it's had a knock-on effect um, in that uh, Chad Grenier, the game director, has said that the recent hacks on both Apex and Titanfall have now slowed down the progress uh, of working on cross-progression, which, so it's kind of, you know, they're having to solve Mm. all these issues and now they're, they're not getting to actually work on the new things. And it's like, ah, okay. But yeah, he's making life stop. more difficult for these these hardworking yeah. folk. Like, God, yeah, what a what a time there <laughs> that is yeah. for time for Apex. God, it's a rough one. Um, although I found at least on the EU servers, I haven't seen much hacking in Apex. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not high enough rank. Uh, but <laughs> I really haven't seen as much as I don't know. You, you see like clips on Reddit and stuff of people like zooming around and. Um, and, uh, and aimbots and all that, but I've I've really not seen a lot of it, uh, or maybe I just haven't noticed because I've been in the heat of the moment. That's interesting. So maybe maybe we're I, okay on the EU servers. Yeah, like um, it's not Apex; it's Warzone for me. Mm. Um, there's a lot of talk online of you know hackers and cheaters are like ruining this game, and it's sort of popped up again, sort of quite recently. They were quite good at. Um, they did a load of ban waves and all sorts of stuff, and they seem to be on top of it. It's now kind of come back again uh, all this cheating and stuff and i i don't think i've ever encountered like a single <laughs> cheater <laughs> and again i don't know whether it's like maybe we're just not just good enough maybe it's in like much higher higher lobbies because i guess these cheaters like win lots of games and get lots of kills and stuff so mm. um yeah i don't I've know seen it in valorant i have seen it in valorant a couple times ah. and it's it's comical in valorant as well because that's such a a slow game it's what was it? I think we saw someone. They had wall hacks, and I think an aimbot or something as well. And it was watching a watching a kill replay, and just watching this person just absolutely flick between three heads in like a split second. Because we were all like, "Oh, is this person hacking?" Like up until that point, we're like, "Oh, it seems like I don't know. This one's this is kind of sus." And then we watched that replay, and all just burst out laughing like yep this person's getting a report like that's not physically possible what just happened in that moment so you kind of i think there's games where it might be a little bit more obvious you know yeah i think valorant is is definitely one because it's just so slow and like measured <laughs> like oh uh, yeah that sounds i sort of wish i'd seen it honestly <laughs> yeah i really need to put my uh, shadow play on more often and and catch receipts of all this <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, in slightly more light-hearted news, uh, moving away from the hacks, um, and I'm only bringing this up because it's related marginally to the new Space Jam film, but they put LeBron James in Fortnite, uh, <laughs> because why not? There's already sure. like six England football teams and that, so get LeBron James in there as well. Why not? To be fair, I'm just looking at the skin now, and it does look quite quite good. So it's quite faithful to, to oh, LeBron. Yeah. Like, um, I give it to Fortnite completely. The, all the skins they put in look really good, genuinely. Like all the Marvel ones and that, like you know, they work. They work really well. It's just funny. It's just it is strange, isn't it? This Fortnite universe. It's just mm-hmm. there's no kind of theme or anything. It is just sort of celebrities and anyone who's like vaguely recognizable you're getting put in Fortnite. oh like, yeah 
yeah, we, I don't know who else is in there. Like football, football people. Is it like Neymar? And and you know, he's yeah. he's a big footballer. He's he's in there because why not? They put in a couple of football kits. I don't know if they were full like models of football. I don't know what team it was now. There were like a couple of England teams that they put in there. I don't know. I don't know football. I can't do it. So I couldn't possibly explain them to you. But yeah, it's what what a crossover. They've got yeah, like just, Marvel, Stranger Things, football, Looney Tunes, apparently. <laughs> I I just don't I don't get it. I guess if you're like a fan of Fortnite and you like pop culture, it's it's great. Mm. But also it's becoming a bit ridiculous to me. And it's like an outsider. I'm just like, what is Fortnite? Like, what is it anymore? Um, like, I'm just looking through skins now and it's just like, you've just got all these streamers and like real life people I've never heard Oh, that's heard it of. as well. Yeah, there's a bunch of, bunch of like personalities and that. Like I think Ninja. It, yeah, yeah. But he is the Fortnite streamer, Ed. Oh yeah, that's true. I'll, Tyler I'll Ninja actually... Blevins. Ninja, like I'll never forget when he flossed um, at Times Square. Um, I bet you wish you could forget it though. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> it like haunts me when he was like in a suit and it was like pouring with rain and he was like facing this crowd and he asked them like I think it was like on live television to like <laughs> floss along with him, um, and he started flossing and his suit is just getting like progressively soaked and the camera just like pans the crowd and they're just not doing it they're just not flossing and he's just there flossing and it's like one of the worst things I've ever witnessed it was (laughs) like and I'm quite good with sort of cringe stuff but this was I I had to look away like it was really it was really bad that sounds like um, a lot. I feel like at that point, you just have to keep going. You just cannot stop flossing because that's the yeah. car move, right? Like no yeah. one's doing it with you, but by God, he is not going to stop. <laughs> He's, he, he, too fair to him. He did, he did keep going. Committed. Um, and he, he was sort of smiling. But I think like if you sort of zoomed in sort of to his eyes, there would be, there would be despair there. <laughs> He's smiling, but in his eyes, in his eyes, he's screaming. <laughs> yeah. So that's my that's my one takeaway from all these Fortnite skins. <laughs> it's just it's sort of curiosity and despair. I think curiosity and despair. I love it. That's the new name of the podcast. <laughs> uh, right, moving on to the last kind of news story that we've got. It's a kind of news story because it's not actually a news post, but something that has been going on in Valorant um, since the new character was added. So we talked about this in the last podcast. New character Ko. He's a robot. He's very cool. Uh, he's got a, a flashbang, he's got a, like a, a grenade, um, and he's got an ultimate ability uh, and, and a normal ability that suppresses other enemies' uh, abilities. So you, you basically, you're a counter to everyone, you can stop them from doing their weird stuff. Uh, he's real broken right now. Um, I don't know if it's been addressed by Valorant just yet. I was checking their Twitter and I haven't seen anything. Um, but basically, his flashbang, when you throw it and it goes off, sometimes it flashes you. And sometimes it doesn't. I was watching my friend play the other day. They were playing KO. He threw a flashbang. It, he looked directly at it. He, at his own flashbang. He should have been flashed. He flashed the enemy Rainer that was stood opposite him, but he was totally fine uh, and managed to kill her, which was utter bullshit on yeah. our part because he looked directly at it and didn't get blinded. Um, although interesting because, you know, I've never seen a flashbang grenade in a, in a Valorant pop and see the animation it does without your screen going completely white. Um, so, you know, that was kind of cool. It doesn't do much. It just pops and does a little mini flash on the ground. So, you know, there oh, you go. Oh, is that what it does? I was going to yeah. say, like, what's it look like? Because that's... Yeah, it's uh... nothing not particularly interesting. Just, yeah. I mean, I suppose they don't really need it because nobody's supposed to be looking at that part. <laughs> and if you are looking at that part, you're blind. Um <laughs> So yeah, he's quite broken. Uh, so me and my friends have kind of avoided playing him for now because it's just kind of, even when you, you're you throwing it around the corner at enemies, like you, you, don't, you can't trust that they've actually been caught by it. So it's a bit hit and miss at the moment. Um, and possibly worse than that, uh, he has another bug that, so when he uses ultimate ability, we talked about this before as well, um, he basically pulsates this suppressing um, aura. Uh, so if anyone stood nearby, their abilities are suppressed. And it only happens for a few seconds. And while he's in this mode, if you shoot him, 
he doesn't die completely. He just goes down. So he's like crawl, like on the floor crawling. He can't move anywhere. Has to wait for a friend to come pick him up. Um, however, what has been happening is if he's been in his ultimate ability and someone has killed him very, very occasionally, he has just not gone down and like immediately been automatically rezzed, but with the HP that he would have when he was down on the floor. So when he's down on the floor, he gets 850 HP basically to stop players from then thirsting him on the floor. Um, obviously you should not have 850 HP when you are just stood up running around in Valorant because that's too much. Uh, the max you can have is 150 and that's with shields. So he's oh like, okay. drooples that <laughs> and some. Uh, yeah, so it's just, it's a lot. And there's been clips in that on Reddit of him just wandering around with like 800 odd HP, just mowing people down and no one can do anything about it. I can just sort of see him wandering about, just like tanking like five headshots and yep. just brushing them off. My God, that's One like Terminator best. mode. He, basically Terminator, yeah, 100%. One of the best clips I've watched, um, a, a jet, a very confused jet, headshots him. And his, you see, if you watch his HP in the corner, it goes from 150 to 800. It doesn't drop. It just goes from 150. It, like it grows. He like dies <laughs> and it just, his HP just gets bigger. Uh, and then he looks visibly confused because he actually drops his gun. Like it acts like he has died. And so it does throw his gun on the floor, um, which he then has to pick back up. He's being shot at by someone else. At this point, he's got about, you know, 650 HP. So they've managed to, you know, kill him a bit and some more, except that they haven't. Uh, he then picks up a shotgun, walks around, kills two people and kind of stands there like, oh God, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> I love that they they sort of drop their gun as well, always sort of out of either shock uh-huh. or just like, yeah, what are you going to do about it kind of thing? I'll just drop my gun. I'll just fumble it on the floor. You can shoot me in the head five times. I'll just pick this back up and yeah. just... Yeah, go give me a minute. I just need to go get that. <laughs> yeah, she's a... Uh, yeah, give me a sec. I'll just go kill you. Um, wow. I assume the devs are probably aware, aren't they? Like, I, I of, accept, of yeah, this they probably are. Um, um yeah, like I said, I had a little a little browse on their Twitter, which is normally they do put stuff up there. I haven't seen anything. Um, it's possible that they've they've made some comments uh, on Reddit and that. Um, yeah, they're probably like in the, <laughs> in the studio or whatever, just probably having a good laugh about it. I, I would. We've probably some very funny clips. I need to some, see some of these. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely hit up Reddit for some some sweet clips of Ko just not dying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right, and on to our theme this week. Uh, this is the bit where we focus on a topic and have a good old discussion about it. Um, so this time we're diving into dark law, uh, which Imogen has kindly prepared for us. I say kindly. I'm not sure it is kind. <laughs> I'm sort of frightened. Um, I'm not sure what what we're diving into here, what games and and what themes. So I've kind of kept it to uh, just Valorant and Overwatch for now because Valorant has recently kind of explained a bit more of its law where it didn't really have any before. Um, so we'll go into a little bit of that and then we'll talk about Overwatch because Overwatch is so incredibly dark. I, I, I can't even describe it. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about law. I love game law, especially with first-person shooters, because it's stuff that's often not obvious inside the game itself, like except from the occasional voice line. Yeah. Um, and I think learning about this law can give you weird or at least very different opinions of what you're actually doing in a video. <laughs> you know? um, so yeah, we'll, we'll start off with Valorant. So they did a um, like a cinematic, right? Made a cinematic recently. Um, called Duality, I think, um, and it was a couple of weeks ago, um, kind of just explaining what is happening when you are planting the spike um, in a match. So in a typical match, it's 5v5. One team is attacking, they have to plant a bomb or a, a spike uh, on a attacking on a site. Um, and that when the round is over, that explodes, basically. And, and what that is doing, what we know that is doing, it's collecting radionite. Uh, which is the um, like it's like a fuel okay. that in in the Valorant world they thought was like a a clean sustainable fuel source um, and also it's kind of magic like it's the reason why some of the different agents have their powers um, like some of them have like techie abilities but some of them are like 
Phoenix can just make fire out of his hands and stuff. Like that's the reason they're called Radiance because of the Radiantite. Um, ah, yeah. So that's that's kind of cool. learning. Yeah. So that's not too dark. That's kind of like fairly normal. Um. So, but in duality, basically, what we found out was that each team on a Valorant match is basically from another dimension. Uh, okay. Kind of right. Yeah. Stick with me. Uh, and. One team, technically, which are the kind of like evil team who are trying to harvest the Radiant Knight, are actually causing like massive explosions and killing the Earth. Um, because it turns out that the, the crew that are from like the future or mirror dimension are traveling to like the, the normal or like, like present dimension to harvest it because their Earth in their dimension is destroyed because oh. I think they've extracted so much Radiant Knight from it. So they're like going to another dimension to get extract radionite from this earth to save their earth or something like that. There's a lot of theories going around. That's roughly what it is. Um, but it also explains, I kind of like it because it explains why you can have duplicates of characters over each team, you know, uh, and it opens up a lot of weird voice lines and dialogue. Uh, so like you'll have, if you have a Viper on each team, one of the Vipers will refer to herself by name and say that she's coming for her. And it's kind of like, it's made it all clear why that's happening. That's quite, that is sinister, but that's also a very clever way of, yeah, having these duplicate characters, actually. Um, yeah, that's not, that's not where I thought it was going to go mm-hmm. or like how Valorant would, would operate. Um, it seems like they're just perpetuating the, the explosions of, of various like earths or whatever by yeah. just trying to get hold of this this substance um i'm not i'm not sure if it's like a future and a past or if it is just different dimensions and if the people from one dimension just kind of don't give a fuck about the people in the other dimension it's like oh it's fine it's not our dimension we can destroy their world that's fine you know see i thought that yeah because that is like i I thought they're all kind of fighting for at least the, the vibes I got from like the trailers and stuff and not really shooting into the law was, you know, they're, they're good people, some of mm. them, and they're fighting for some good thing. Um, but, but, but obviously they're not, they're all, they're, they're all essentially just ruining, ruining stuff. Mostly. Yeah. I mean, well, half of them technically are trying to defend, you know, their world from having all the, the Radionites sucked out of it. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, half of them are definitely trying to destroy the world by, by doing the opposite. So it's, it's kind of dark. Yeah, that is, that's weird, but cool. I, I like the, the time travel-y stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like it opens up a lot of, yeah, as you say, a lot of th- fan theories and things like that. Um, and whether they'll explore, they'll, they'll tease more in in more sort of trailers and make it even crazier. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, wow. it's an interesting one because, I mean, they can leave it at that, right? Because that explains why the game is the way it is, why there are two teams doing these different things. Like, that's fine. It will probably go somewhere because Riot have done quite a lot of animations and cinematics and they're good with their lore. They've got loads for League of Legends. So I, I am interested to see where it goes with Valorant. Although, but I can't see where it goes from here. Like, what do you... What happens? What is the, what is the climax of that? Ed? Yeah, I I don't know. Like, unless the the time portals stop being time portals, and they're you know they're they're trapped in this world now or something, <laughs> and this is the last bit of radionite they're gonna get. Maybe I don't know. That maybe. could be that could be a thing. They could um, just destroy both worlds, and it's like, well, yeah. fucking now what? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're just like, no, we're not going to dis- destroy this one. They don't. They don't get any radionite. I, God, they, yeah, that's that's weird. I just thought that there were goodies and baddies, but it's a lot more muddled than that. Yeah. Um, in the world of the world of Valorant, it is. It's so messy, and it only gets messier from here. Here in in Overwatch, uh, I've kind of I've got some choices for you here. Do you want to hear some dark lore about? A map first, or some dark lore about the characters. Um, we'll go. We'll go map first. Yeah. We'll go map, okay. Yeah. I, I think. I'm, I think I'm prepared. Yeah, I think you're prepared. Okay. So we talked in I think the last podcast very briefly 
about um, the Overwatch map, uh, we talked about Dorado, which I actually mistake mistakenly um, swapped the law around with King's Row. <clears throat> so King's Row, with the London one, is actually the the one that's a little bit a little bit dodge. Uh, so a lot happens here. You know, it's it's London. It's Tracer's hometown. Um, it's one of the the first places that she gets to go on one of her Overwatch missions, which you get to play in one of the the game events. It's a PVE strike mission. You got to kill robots and that. Um, and basically liberate the city from the the evil Omnics, which are the robots. Um, but so in, in present day, so after that, all that that war happened, and and humans and Omnics are kind of living somewhat peacefully. Um, yeah, present day Kings Row is actually home to one of the largest Omnic populations, um, which causes quite a lot of uh, like conflict and controversy between like the Omnics and the humans. You know, there's a bit of a clash going yeah, on there. Sure. Um, and so this this huge Omnic community, they've built their homes. It's like almost underneath the city, which you see at the end of the map. Um, it's in like a big metallic structure. structure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so basically what you're doing as the attacking team on an Overwatch map in King's Row, you are moving a payload, which is essentially an EMP bomb. Uh, you're escorting that into the center of where the Omnics all live uh, and detonating it. <laughs> That's absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> that's horrendous that's like yeah. that's so horrible like so, so the number one revelation at the moment so there's two revelations there's one which is i had no idea that 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 second the last portion of that map was an omnic like housing place yeah like a residential area i, I just thought it was like a a factory or something like i never really paid attention to it i just thought oh there's you know there's some <laughs> conveyor belts and I don't know stuff that looks industrial yeah um so that's that's new to me uh that it's like a uh, a residential area for for robots um but the fact that you're just like the the stoic um hero that is Reinhardt and and like Mercy who this who's this like lovely healer person and you're literally like these people are escorting <laughs> a bomb <laughs> to to like the center of this like this residential area to then just well to to murder like uh, an entire population of robots is uh-huh. is pretty bad. Yeah. I, I I thought these Overwatch heroes were meant to be like role models, you know, but they're they're not at all. They're they're actually all got a really horrible side to them, clearly. Clearly. It's such a weird one because I don't understand why that specifically... Is, like They could have made that anything. Like, you know, they're delivering some sort of package into the Omnic residential area, but no, it's an EMP. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it could have been some right. like, nice, nice post or like mm. some flyers, which is like, guys, get out of here. We want to take it over. <laughs> like kind of sinister, but not too bad. Whereas, yeah. This is, there's no choice here. You are getting exploded. Yeah, they've gone straight um, up bomb, bomb the robots. I mean, because like other map payloads are like the Hollywood one. You're just escorting a Hollywood executive to some studios or something like that. Um, I think the Route 66 map, you're escorting a, it's like a robot cryo cell thing that the character Echo was once in. Uh, so like uh, most of them have, kind of like, you know, fairly normal or unassuming like law things about them. And then there's just King's Row. <laughs> just fucking kill everybody. Which is like kind of a chill, one of the most chill maps in yeah, my, it's one in of the my best head. Maps. It's like quite, it's, it's sort of nighttime and it's like London and it's just peaceful. And um, uh, it just, it just does not give off a horrible vibes or like violent vibes. Whereas... Mm. Now, if I ever go back to Overwatch, I'm not going to view it in the same way. I won't, I won't be pushing the payload. I'll just be get like, in, like, oh god, oh god, yeah. I know what comes next. I'll be like, I'll be guys, typing stop. in chat, like, guys, do you know the meaning behind <laughs> what what this what we're doing here? And then, Before we continue, be like, I need you all to understand exactly what's about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> And they'll just be like, Ed, can you just please push the payload? Like, no, 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 no. Give, give me a second. Let me just explain why you shouldn't be pushing the payload. Um, okay, so if that's like the build-up to... So if that's like the map, then I'm sort of... I'm scared to see what 
what you've got for me next if we if we're sort of moving yeah so that was the map so so the characters are all <clears throat> most of them like completely messed up like (laughs) (laughs) i've just i've kind of got like brief little rundowns of what's happened to a handful of them because there's just there's just so much so i've just got some of the the better ones and like the the slightly more well-known ones as well so um you've got the kind of the basic background where soldier 76 and reaper were uh were founders of overwatch um but when the facility was blown up um suggested by reaper uh, they both faked their own deaths and became these masked vigilantes of one one is a good guy, one is very, very not a good guy. Um, and then you've got uh, Anna, who, before any of that even happened, she like failed to outsnipe Widowmaker um, and got shot by her, lost her eye, and then faked her own death. Um, oh, which was kind of a bit dodge because she also had, like, you know, Farah is her daughter, who she had at the time, so she just kind of like abandoned Farah. <laughs> Like goodbye, I'm faking my own death. Oh, right. Doesn't doesn't really come back until Overwatch is reformed many many years later. Uh, yeah, so that's God. that's those are those are like the the founders as well. That's the that's the dodge stuff. And then you've got like poor Reinhardt and Torbjorn, who were also founders, and they were just kind of cool guys. But then suddenly three of their friends are dead. Except they're not really surprise. Yeah, that's yeah the whole Anna Widowmaker thing. First, I had no idea that they they fought. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. Now I know why Anna has one eye uh, yep. missing, which is interesting. But also the fact that she literally just abandons her child, um, and just <laughs> just she doesn't seem to care. There's no like voice lines which no. which showcase her caring or being reformed in any way. Um, I don't know if Farah is particularly angry about it. Um, Farah is a little. There's a few voice lines from Farah. She's a little pissed about it because when uh, when Farah was young, she always wanted to join Overwatch because you know she's grown up with her mum there and like and she looked up to all these people. And her mum was like, "No, you can't join Overwatch." And then she goes and dies. Air quotes. And <laughs> you know, and I feel like Farah's. She's harboring some resentment from that, and she she definitely does in some voice lines in game as well. You can you can notice those now next time you play. Yeah, and I, I kind of, I sort of find it f- sort of fairly amusing that <laughs> that and Reinhardt are just two sort of bros chilling out, and yeah. then all of a sudden, like cool. three all mates. My friends are just, dead. Yeah, okay, they're they're dead. Um, but but I guess they're now they're now back, so they're they're all back they together, um, pushing payloads into Omnic <laughs> residential areas. Yeah, but the heroes yeah. they are. <laughs> and then, uh, but the the character situation it does get worse as well. Uh, so you know we mentioned Widowmaker, who here's a bit of a rough case. She was part of Overwatch. She was married to a guy called Gerard, who was also I think he was a founder. He's not actually a character like in the the video game, but he is in like the comics and that. Um, he was more of like a, a suit kind of guy, you know. He he organized lots of things. Yeah. Um. So she was married to him, uh, but she was then kidnapped by Talon, the the evil folks. Um, and they brainwashed her, slowed her heart, which is why she's blue. Um, oh, what? And then they sent her to kill her husband. What? what? Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. So she's blue because her heart was slowed. That's... Yeah, to make her the perfect sniper. Oh, is that why? Yeah. So that's... that's some logic for you, Ed. <laughs> right. So not just to like... You don't just train her by putting a gun in her hands and, you know, guiding her to, to some fields mm-hmm. to shoot targets. You, you actually have to kidnap this person and then slow their heart until they turn blue, which like... Yep. I I just thought she was a sort of a pseudo-alien person, you know? Just kind of... No. Just, just a brainwashed human. <laughs> she's actually just a brainwashed human who's who's gone blue. Yep. I'm sort of intrigued... If I slowed my heart down, if I would then turn blue like someone from Avatar or like Widowmaker, I guess. Um, well, she's I certainly think you would sniper. just die, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what would actually happen. <laughs> so that's like such a, this is such a strange thing. That's mm. like amazed me that Widowmaker is, is blue because her heart was slowed down. Yep. Um, and then she was sent to kill her. And then she killed her husband. Yeah. 
Oh, she 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 genuinely just just killed her husband. Oh yeah, as she well. killed her husband. She's brainwashed. She doesn't have any like she had no control over it. She just killed her husband. God, yeah, that's really uh, <laughs> that's really something. I I yeah, I don't know if I will get over the blue the blue <laughs> thing. To be honest. And there's there's kind of like her whole story is kind of sad as well because there are occasional voice lines in game where if she like comes back from from dying after she's res or whatever she'll like mutter his name or like mention it in passing and she has a few voice lines with with Anna as well uh kind of like yeah talking about him oh. and she's like you don't know him and Anna's like well you killed him so oh that's actually really sad isn't it yeah these little bits like yeah. you know she she does care for him but because she Somewhere. she's been brainwashed there's no there's no bringing him back unless <laughs> unless he comes back as some like cyborg because they've revived him or something like that that would um, be cool i would like to see gerard in a game yeah just like his brain in a robot or something that'd be great and then the voice lines when they meet and you oh, yeah. snipe him in, in a map um <laughs> See, I didn't play. I didn't play Widowmaker a, a whole bunch, and I didn't actually have that much interest in her. But now she's like probably my favorite character because I know oh, yeah. that <laughs> I know that she's blue because her heart was slowed down. Um, so I hope that's... I'm not making that up. I have read that. I read that recently as well, and I'm pretty I, sure that's that. That is the even if the somehow canon. you've made it up, which I'm sure you haven't. I think it's. I think it should be made canon anyway. I think it's. It's a perfect thing. <laughs> I feel like I'm not creative enough to make that up. <laughs> <laughs> God, I still wonder if there's more blue characters on the way that have also had their hearts slowed alongside Widowmaker when she there was captured. That would be very funny. Well, I have no more blue characters for you, but I do have one more character. Okay. I have one more character to tell you some, some deep dark lore about. Um, so Roadhog, you know. The, the, oh, I love yeah. Roadhog. We all love Roadhog. You know, big, big tanky boy. He's got a hook, pull people in, murder. He's great. Um, and Roadhog's law, I think, is less talked about than the other ones I mentioned because you don't really get anything from him in game. He has like no voice lines other than grunting. Um, so you wouldn't really know this unless you kind of read the comics or, or, or looked up his like bios and that online. But he's basically the reason that Australia is a wasteland in Overwatch. <laughs> Waste. Um, yeah. So after the Omnic War, which we, we talked about sort of briefly already, um, Australia was left with a big, uh, I think they're called Omniums, which are like the factories where the robots are made. Um, and the Australian government um, gave the the factory and the kind of surrounding area to the Omnics to kind of to charter peace, you know, after that, after it kind of started to lighten up a little bit. Um, but that displaced like a number of people that lived in the outback, um, including Roadhog. Um, okay. So these people, they formed a front, <laughs> sabotaged the factory, the fusion core exploded, irradiated the entire region, and what? basically turned it into a Mad Max-esque like nightmare. So, oh God, so Roadhog's just <laughs> responsible for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought he was like some some big dude who just kind of rode on rode on bikes and in the outback and you know well he had... is that yeah but also <laughs> but also he's just like an irradiated murderer <laughs> just wiped out a whole like country essentially that's pretty um wow he's 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 a merciless uh fella um yeah i'm not sure i'm going to see him in the same light either to be honest mm. i thought he was just a happy go well, not happy-go-lucky, but, you know, just kind of a fairly chill guy. Um, but no, he's not. He's actually uh, sort of a a, a rebel <laughs> with, with some serious some serious issues, clearly. Yep. Um, wow. I don't know if I wanted to know any of these things about these characters, but I'm also kind of glad I do now. Um, it's a it's weird mixture context. of emotions for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And it's sort of, yeah, it's the blue thing for me still um, <laughs> <laughs> that overrides everything. <laughs> but thank you for, for taking me through the dark lore You're world. Um, I'm not sure I'll ever recover from this. It's only a handful as well. This Overwatch has so much that just, this is the, these are like the, the top tier bits, I think. These are the best bits, but 
I'm sure God, there will be more that randomly comes up in conversation as this podcast goes on. Yeah, you'll just slip in, it'll slip more in yeah. horrendous things from other games as well, probably. This will this will be a recurring theme, I'm sure. So on to the names. Uh, this is the bit where one of us presents three player names from a shooter we've been playing recently that made us laugh or think, who even are they? Um, so this week, it's my turn. Um, I've got three, uh, as I said, and they are from a Call of Duty Warzone, um, of course. Uh, so we'll just get right into it. Yeah, the, lay them on me. <laughs> the, the first one um, is Young, uh, so Y-U-N-G with a capital mm-hmm. Y, uh, Capri Sun, um, <laughs> <laughs> sort of with a capital C. So sort of a a rapper-esque name i don't know how do you how do you feel it is about a bit of young... a rapper-esque name yeah that wasn't my first thought oh okay That's well i just my first thought was why has this person needed to clarify that they are a, a young capri son <laughs> as opposed to you know a senior capri son perhaps <laughs> That's actually, I would never have thought of that. I just instantly thought that's a, that's a rapper name. But then you've almost questioned um, the the integrity of of these rapper names because some of them are called like Lil, uh, Lil Pump or something like that. Yeah. And I don't know, Young whatever. Um, but they might not be. <laughs> now thinking about it, like you said they might not. Why do you be need young. to clarify it? Why do you need to clarify that you're Lil or Young? Like, what are you, what are you trying to hide? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew. Again, my eyes have been open to like. I'm going to question these names if you if they're just clarifying things. Hmm. Um, I appreciate Capri Sun though. Like, that's a Capri Sun's a really English thing, or do they have Capri Suns like everywhere? I literally have no idea, but I also appreciate Capri Suns. I used to, um, back at uni, um, I don't really know why, but for whatever reason, I'd buy just like crates of Capri Sun and have them <laughs> under my under my desk. Um, so I could just, you know, instead of getting a Coke out of the fridge or, or just fill up my water bottle like a normal human being, I'd just like dip my hand underneath my desk and just grab a <laughs> Capri Sun. Um, I appreciate that though. That's efficient, you know, like just... <laughs> You just got them there, always hydrated. Yeah, and they're like a good, they're like one of those rare drinks, aren't they? Which is in like a in like a pouch. It's like quite a unique yeah. uh, experience. Love a good pouch drink. Yeah. Um, yeah, Capri. I haven't had a Capri Sun uh, in a while, to be fair. Uh, but I'm sure they're they're sticking around. So I assume they're still they're still around. I have one a couple of weeks ago, and I got to say the quality of them has gone down. Either that or they tasted <laughs> a lot better no in my way. head when I was a kid. <clears throat> no, that's absolutely devastating news. Yeah. They t- um, they, I feel like I can taste the chemicals in them now. And I don't know if that's just because I'm old. Maybe I need an old Capri Sun rather than yeah. a young Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> You'd say, yeah, the young Capri Sun is not good enough anymore. It's not. You need a vintage, a vintage I need one. a vintage Capri Sun, please. <laughs> Aged two years. <laughs> I've probably got one that I've forgotten, like a crate. Uh, I'll try and find one back oh. at home, and I'll uh, I'll hand it to you. You can. I would really rather you didn't. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you can keep um, it. Okay. All right. We'll move swiftly on then um, <laughs> to my second name, and which is also sort of object related. Um, so the first word is a dark. The second word is Vaseline. Um, Two, two two separate words, dark Vaseline. Dark Vaseline. Um, and it stood out to me because it's it <laughs> just like the idea of some dark Vaseline is sort of it's slightly off-putting to me. I don't know, but I would be intrigued to use it um, to see what sort of effect it would have on on the skin that I was applying it to, you know? <laughs> it's like um, night mode Vaseline. Yeah, sort of like night mode. Yeah. <laughs> um, just that, yeah, the idea of sort of like a purple, what I'm imagining is like a purple coloured Vaseline that like smells. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, sort of like a Blackberry uh, version. 
Um, kind of like how this is just a really random tangent now. Um, but in Japan, in vending machines, you can find like uh, different flavors of of Fanta, which you don't usually get here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a Fanta. I mean, you might be able to get Fanta grape here now. But I, I remember think you can in like certain like sweet shops and that. <laughs> it's like a rare find. Yeah, now. a rare breed. Um, that's what it reminds me of. It's it's a Fanta grape, a sort of like a rare Vaseline, like <laughs> maybe. Maybe in a shop somewhere, they're actually mm. selling um, dark Vaseline. Uh, just here in, in the area I'm at and you're at, we can't find any. Maybe. And this person just felt the need to document it in the first way that they could. And they were like, well, I'm making a Warzone account. Fucking, I need to remember this. Dark <laughs> Vaseline. Just, it's just really strange. It just sort of, it just made me think, you know. Um, I like that these two so far have been like random adjective, random noun. Yeah, yeah. I think they just that. Yeah, that's why this stood out to me. I think Cause they're <laughs> usually about like shooting and stuff, aren't they? But yeah. this time, this is just random words. Hmm. Um, and I guess just to sort of round things off, this is all. This is again actually object related. Just looking at it. Um, so. This is th- this is four words all sort of slapped Ooh. together. Um, the name is Top Gun on VHS, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is really str- like they've done it in a really weird way as well. Like the T and the O, like the first, the T is capital letters, but the O right. is like a zero. Okay, um, and then there's just a real jumble of like capital letters and non-capital letters, so it's a real mess. Um, I was just going to ask, have you have you seen Top Gun on VHS or uh, is that I like I don't know. I've seen Top Gun on because my my stepdad loves Top Gun, so I'm pretty sure I've seen it in his the their like HD DVD or whatever that he's got of it. I don't I, was it. I don't know how old the film is though. <laughs> like this is showing my age massively. I don't know I, when that film came out. Did it come I, out on the <laughs> I literally have no idea. I I've never I watched it. Top Gun, um, let alone on VHS. Um, I'm not sure if I've got like one image in my mind of Top Gun and that's Tom Cruise, um, either kneeling or standing. And he's, he's like, I don't know in my head, he's like firing two He's like wailing in happiness or sadness, um, at the sky. And it's like raining. I could just be making this all up in my head. I probably am. Oh God, I don't remember. It's been um, a long time since I watched this. Although I have, I have discovered Ed that Top Gun is indeed on VHS, 1986. Wow, uh, it lo- is loads of copies old. on eBay. Yeah. God. Well, okay. <laughs> is, it, is it going for like a fair amount on eBay? It's probably quite like <laughs> quite cheap in it. Um, <laughs> I'm seeing 7.99 is the highest. <laughs> okay, it's just not like it's not like super <laughs> rare or anything. No. <laughs> Um, wow. Uh, yeah, I've never seen it. Um, but maybe this will be the motivating factor yeah, just maybe. to confirm whether that scene, um, that I, I think I've just made up in my head. I don't know. It rings bells. It's been a long time since I watched Top Gun. The, the only thing I really remember from it is the music. I only really remember the soundtrack. It's just got Danger Zone in it. Ah. Uh, Kenny Loggins. Lovely stuff. Like I... I'm now now I've also googled it um <laughs> and there, there's a new Top Gun apparently that's, yeah. that's appearing on my feed here uh okay Top Gun Maverick cool yeah so, so that, that came out like this last year oh it's out okay it's, it's out right okay oh, maybe it's not out I don't know I feel like I'm getting confused with what's come out because of like the pandemic oh, but yeah I know that there was definitely a new one being talked about over the last year or so and I don't remember Oh, t- oh, okay. I I see now why it's called Maverick because Tom Cruise, his his nickname in that is is Maverick. He is indeed. That uh, it's all making sense. Um, his his co-pilot or is like his wingman is Goose. Fun fact: I went dressed as Goose and Maverick to uh, my summer ball at my last year <laughs> in university. <laughs> of course, you did. Yeah. I, of course. Um, Okay, well, I, I've learned I've learned a fair amount already about Top Gun. Yeah, um, this so, is yeah, what but, the name section really is for you. It's just people are teaching you things through them. They're, they're these standout <laughs> names to you, Ed. Like 
These people are just finding you because they're like, he's got to learn. He's just got to learn. Yeah, that's that's true. Because the last one I picked the names for was like a real journey of me discovering. I still don't really know like what gluten-free means, (laughs) but that was like a real journey for me. Um, And this one has also been a similar one. Yeah. as they always should be, you know, next time yeah. we'll go on another journey uh, th- through my ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> we will. Oh, I played some Valorant this week and I've, I've seen some good ones already. So I'm, I'm prepared. I've got, I've got screenshots at the, we're at the ready yeah. for the next podcast. Oh God, I, I can't wait. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Ultimate Audio Bang. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, then be sure to subscribe via your podcasting platform of choice. There are also a number of other ways you can support the show. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, RPS is at Rock Paper Shot. I'm at From Edward. And Imogen is at Immy Beck. And if you want to chat to some lovely people, you can go join the RPS Discord. That's at discord.gg slash rockpapershotgun. You can also get some very nice clothes in the form of RPS shirts and hoodies. Uh, You can just head on over to our official Teespring store to see what threads are selling and whether you'd like to place them on your body. And for all your PC gaming needs, uh, make sure you head on over to rockpapershotgun.com. So that's it from the both of us. Uh, We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.